All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of My FX Buddies, the podcast. And I say podcast because there's a blog, myfxbuddies.blogspot.com. And there's a video. I make a video, well, Spotify.com um, puts the content as a video. And let me see. I don't know. You might want to see the video of this one. And my window's open. I don't know if you can hear the crickets cricketing, but you may hear cars go by. And it is Friday night. You may hear some music too. <laughs> but anyway, all right. So, um, Spotify.com, also my FX buddies, um, Apple Cast, anything, any, any major, um, Oh, no, no, no. And RSS.com. If you go there, they have a transcript of every word I say, which maybe will help you understand me better. All right. So, um, not as long. I wasn't away for as long a time. So we had, um, some interesting news today. So the title of this is Iraq's Q card or key card to work with Samsung. Now Samsung is really big. They had not not too many months ago, they had this um van truck thing that was customized that was driving through the country, well, five or eight some of the major more citified um provinces and showing them products cell phones you know they want everyone to have a cell phone right because that's how they track us right but also uh, you know they can do the banking and stuff you know so it's good and it's bad right pros and cons but anyway so yeah so here the the key card which they go back and forth because there's been fraud, um, embezzlement with the, the key card. It's been proven that the executives were stealing money from, you know, I guess the country, the government. I don't know, but anyway, so this came out late today. Samsung Electronics Middle East. So I guess they have a Middle East division because the Middle East is about to explode. Once, once Iraq is set free, um, everything else is going to go. Um, oil today is at $90, $91. And to, mm, I forgot to say, uh, 1976 disclaimer, fair use disclaimer. So anything that I talk about or show is for comment, criticism, uh, teaching, sharing, whatever. All right. Fair use disclaimer. Okay. So um, the other countries that are oil countries are really sticking it to us right now because we're not producing oil and that even helps them. If we... We could bring the price of oil down, not overnight, but I would say in a matter of months, if we 
started drilling our own oil, we could bring the price of oil down, right? But, you know, the, they want to, they're on this green miss, mission, right? Uh, and you know I could say more about that, but I won't. So um, the other oil producing countries, they're going to have each other's back. So they're going to have a lot of money because there's still other, we're the only ones, well, the West is the only ones trying to get away from oil. The other countries, China, Russia, Iran, Venezuela, they are moving up, increasing their use of oil, right? And then a lot of the countries in Africa as well. They want to have cheap energy so they can have affordable food and live like we do, right? So just imagine if nothing changes, um, they're about to explode. There was an article, I don't think we talked about it, but there's an article talking about the Great Middle East. And it had countries' flags, but I couldn't recognize all of the countries. But look that up. So that's a new group that's trying to form, or maybe we're trying to form it, I'm not sure, to take power away from the BRICS. But anyway, I digress. I've gone off into a tangent. Okay, so yeah, so um, Samsung, in partnership with the KeyCard, aims to provide advanced technology products and solutions to traders citizens and agents of both companies with attractive commercial offers throughout Iraq. So see, they're talking about traders and the citizens because they know the Iraqis are going to start trading stocks, start trade, well, increase, I'll say increase. There'll be an increase, increase, increase. Some of you know what that's from. <laughs> um, they'll be increasing the amount of citizens that participate in the stock market, trading Forex, right? We've seen that over the months. So, yeah. And what better way to have a snazzy uh, cell phone or tablet? Even Samsung makes tablets also. And then get online and spend your money from your key card, right? So forward movement, and that's great. It doesn't say we're going to the bank, but it's good for them. It's forward movement for them. Okay, so this is um, I'm I'm not I'm uncomfortable with this article, but it's only one man, and he's not uh, he's not in the government. He's not with the CBI or the finance committees, but he's enough. They interview him on TV sometimes. He's um, connected to the people, right? So this was the article that he wrote. The budget is locked in by the Ministry of Finance. The exchange after the local elections are held for this reason. So that's a weird translation, but what he's saying is, yeah, okay, we know. We passed the budget. We put out the instructions to the budget but um we're not gonna implement the budget until after the elections which is december 18th now listen to what he says um 
a political writer, and his name is there, he said Friday that until the moment the tripart budget, until this moment, the tripartite budget has not entered into force, despite the approval of the presidency of the republic, noting that the reason is the fear of electoral investment, and this does not mean they are afraid of stealing the budget despite their professionalism in the art of banditry and theft. <laughs> Isn't that that's such a nice way to insult someone, right? Calling them professional bandits and thieves without being affected by the law and in other ways. So he's saying uh, they're still getting away with these corruption and the law knows and the law's not doing anything about it. So what since they can't have the money, right? They're not giving them the money after so they can't make election promises, right? They can't bribe. They'll wait, have the election, and then release the funds from the budget. Now, he's just one guy, but what if he's right? Are you ready? Are you ready to go through December or even into next year, right? Okay, so that's just one guy, and I promise you there's a better article. Oh, uh, more encouraging article. All right, so there's a lot of back and forth. Baghdad saying, look, we sent you the money. Kurdistan saying, no, you didn't. They even put this graph out. It says July, zero IQD money received. Obligation, 1.375 trillion IQD. <laughs> and then it says the same for August and September. And then there's a big, to me, that actually looks like pink, but I think it's red. I don't know, but to me, it looks pink. Um, but it's big circle, a big 0% of the Kurdish region's financial rights delivered by Baghdad. And then Baghdad comes back and says, well, you didn't send us XYZ. Or they tried to say, yes, we did. We sent you money, but uh, the Kurds are like, uh, no, you didn't, right? Where's the receipt? Show me some receipts. <laughs> so they put it out there that, hey, you didn't send us our money. So then um, Baghdad is like, well, you didn't send us proof of revenues or something. I don't really want to get that detailed into it, but I know that it's it's becoming a problem, and it's just because of delays. And um, so one thing you don't know since the last podcast, Curtis uh, Baghdad took out a loan to pay Kurdistan. Why are they taking out a loan? The money is in the budget. They already said the budget's been approved back to January 1st. So they could very well send them the money for July, August, September, right? So someone is not letting them release those funds, and it's probably us, right? But that's definite proof that they haven't released all the funds from the budget. So um, what is this? Here, this is kind of saying, okay, I know I said kind of saying, the Iraqi economy awaits a recovery due to the winter and the continuation of the war in Ukraine. It is expected that the Iraqi economy will recover during the winter period due to the demand 
for oil from Europe with the continuation of the Russian-Ukrainian war. So the war is kind of good for them because there's a void of oil production and oil movement and Iraq is like, hey, we can step in. Um, but it says winter, even though winter is only, well, here in America, I think winter starts on the 23rd. So that's what, two, a little more than two weeks away. I don't know when it starts for them, but it says, since the Northern Hemisphere is on the verge of high demand to build stocks facing the winter season, they can maintain the high prices and they won't have a deficit in 2024. So that's good. Good for Iraq, right? Bad for the rest of the world, but good for Iraq. So here, here's a more positive article. The real estate bank denies stopping granting loans. The central bank will pump money soon. So the fact that they said they're denying stopping granting money, they are. <laughs> That's usually what that means. When they deny something, it usually means they did. But um, so it says uh, in the coming days. So this is an interview, but here the bank aspires in the coming periods, right, to increase the capital in order to be able to carry out tasks and activities without challenges. And then later it says the central bank sent official books. Hmm. What does that mean? And why are they official books? Does that mean there's unofficial books? Probably so. <laughs> so the central bank sent official books that the real estate initiative will continue and will pump money in the coming days. All right. So. Um, this is actually, there's some good information in this. I know it's long. A lot of people aren't going to read it, but yeah. So what, what's going to happen in the coming days that they're going to be allowed to pump money? And if they're pumping it into the real estate bank, it's probably going to go to other banks as well, right? So hopefully we'll get to see. Uh, let's see what, here's more about, um, the federal government is saying we did, we spent, we sent all the money. To the Kurds like we're supposed to. Here's Baghdad attacks herbal. You did not receive the oil revenues and the money you owe amounted to three times as much. I think that should be herbal attacks Baghdad. But so I just, if you want to go to the blog and read those articles, you can. But I just wanted you to see that they're there. Here's my one commercial. Um, and it's it's going well so far. So if you or someone you know had or have a business that stayed open during COVID, more than likely you are qualified to get money. It's oh, I should probably change this. It's down to like seventy five percent now of small businesses. Um, there's money out there for you to get. It's a grant. It's owed to you. All you have to do is file the proper paperwork, and that's what this company does. They help you file the paperwork correctly so your um, application goes through and you get processed as, as fast as possible. Um, 
who couldn't use money right now or even three months from now, right? And then also, if you're someone who needs to make extra money, you can come to um, myfxbuddies.blogspot.com and get this click here where it says make money from home or this image here that talks a little bit about how the program works. All right, that's the end of the commercial. So here, here's another one about the, you know, back and forth between Kurdistan and Baghdad. Here is something that's been going on for about a year. I think it's finally done now. We're blessed to have a lot of people from Kurdistan, says the Nashville mayor. So they do something what they call twinning, twinning cities. So Kurdistan and Nashville are twinning cities. And um, in this particular article, they focus on high schools. There's 3,000 high school students of Kurdish descent in Nashville. So, and I'm like, if you're in Nashville, you should try to find this place, find Little Kurdistan, and see if they have some banks there. <laughs> that A, well, it will receive you and see if they have some information. That's what I would do. I would be right there. But anyway, that's me. So, you know, I, I wanted to read the last sentence with because it's just so kumbaya-ish, right? This is America. We're built on people from all over the world. And we're just blessed to have a lot of people from Kurdistan. And they make our city richer. Diversity can be a strength. And I believe that's a globalist statement, right? <laughs> Diversity can be a strength. And then to learn from each other. And to go forward into our bright future together. Yes. Revalue your currency, Iraq. And we will have a bright future. I don't know if it's going to be together. But okay. So let's see. We're almost done. Hey, look. We're at 18 minutes. Here's yet another one, another article about so uh, about Herbal and Baghdad. So now this could all be theater that they have to do something to make it look like they're working until they are able. I don't think it is though, because they do need their money so they can pay their people. So um, over the weekend there was a small. I don't want to say massacre, but a small six people died in Kirkuk, um, shot by security. Okay, so how big of a problem does that present for Sindani? So he's over there he, today, what Saturday, as I do this right now at 11.06 p.m. Friday evening, my time. Sudani is over in Kirkuk. It's Saturday morning. And they're still trying to calm this down. The issue, in a nutshell, is probably way deeper. But in a nutshell, Kirkuk stands on its own. Kirkuk has its own oil. They have their own military. They have banks. They're part of Article 140. And if you've been in this for any time, then you know about Article 140. So it's a serious thing. So Iran is trying to disarm a group in Kirkuk. Yes, 
I said that. Iran. Iran is trying to disarm a group in Kirkuk and um, Kurdistan wants to rule over them. And they, they weren't having it. And so what do you do with the people who are willing to die for what they want? Right? Um, especially when you're trying to show the world, hey, we're one of rock and we're safe and secure and you should come invest in us. Right? So, so far, um, Kirkuk is still managing their headquarters. I don't see where they've gotten that group to give up their arms. So, we'll see. Is it is it a stumbling block? I don't know. It, it's definitely not what Sudani wants. I can, if I was a leader trying to put a country together, I would not want this happening. Um, but, so we'll see where it goes. I just had to put this in here. Iraqis accept gas cars and difficulties in the spread of electric vehicles. So they want gas cars. They don't want electric vehicles. But also, I will say in fairness, they say it's because they're unaffordable. There's not enough charging stations. And that will make it difficult for the owners of them. So they like gas cars. And if you listen to the people here and also in China, uh, then they're hiding that. But I found it. There's an article where in China they're having to park thousands of electric vehicles underground because they're not being purchased look at this so they're just another thing that um they're clamping down on corruption they found two passengers oh you have to see this shoot okay i'm gonna add it post-production <laughs> but well anyway okay so you can't really see there on the table but those two guys had all these cards these are all prepaid visa or master i don't know oh yeah visa oh both mostly visa and some master cards they had them 97 cards and they were going to go get dollars and do fraud fraudulent corrupt things with them and they got busted so they'll probably go to jail but in the article that I'm going to show you later, a woman, a woman, she was caught at the airport with like nine cards, but thumbprints, just like in Mission Impossible and Jason Bourne, all these movies where they frame people by having prints, you know, um, copies of their thumbprints. And you have to see that. I'm going to put it. It'll be down at the bottom. I don't have it right now. But I'll put it. It'll be down at the bottom of the blog. Um, yes. So how. Why should we believe. These electronic payments. And everything is safe. Here's some more about Kirkuk. Okay. Matter of fact. I want to show you. They have a 20. Look, this is almost 30 minutes. A 30 minute video. Uh, let's see, can I speed this up? This is the intro. It's very um, electronic. 
they have the point of sale machine and look they didn't even swipe the card they use their phone and then they have their hand and there's like a ball of light in your hand like your hand is magic so I bet you the next thing they're going to tell them is now you can pay with your hand let me rewind that so you can see it there they put the phone there's cash there's the card there they are on the phone look at the hand the hand with the electric ball see see i know i know y'all think i'm crazy but they're doing it here right in at amazon you can pay with your hand so that's the next thing that's the next step and that's what they're going to do so they have this beautiful lady she's an engineer so this whole thing it's in arabic but it's the title is electronic payment points and their importance in modern financial technology so that's basically brainwashing them to stop using cash and use the electronic payments but and she is probably going to go down in history to be the one to usher her people a large amount, a large percentage of the people into um, electronic payments. So, yeah. Oh, let me turn that off. I don't think you can hear that. If you can hear that, I apologize. I don't think you can, though. All right. So that's it. Not much. Um, there's already, I'm pretty certain I'm going to do another post tomorrow, but it'll be short because there's already a pretty nice article that is encouraging. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening. I hope this was helpful. Um, you know, it is what it is, but at least the 12 day holidays over, right? And they are back to regular business hours, except I saw something. There's another holiday, but what they're starting to do now is rather than totally shut down, they just close the hour early. Or maybe two. Well, maybe three. <laughs> I just, it says an hour early, but I bet you, I bet you they, they add on to it. But anyway, thanks for listening, watching, reading the transcript, whichever you're doing. I appreciate it. I hope this is helpful. Wherever you're listening, if there's a subscribe or join or whatever button, um, that click that. And when I do post, you'll be notified if everything works according to the plan, right? You gotta love technology. Not really, but that's what they tell us. All right. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the rest of your morning, night, noon, whatever time frame fits. And until, oh, no, no, no. I can't go without saying accumulate while we wait for the rate to appreciate. Don't miss any meals and pay all your bills. All right. Now, until next time.